Hi guys, welcome to today's edition of Startup Couches. And on the couch today, I'm really, really pleased to have Bernard. Bernard is the CEO of Bitnob. Welcome to the couch, Bernard. Thanks, Lutana. So happy to be here, finally. <laughs> you say finally, wow. Yes. Wow, um, that means a lot. Um, and so on Startup Couches, what we do is we bring amazing people be- building great products like yourself, um, on the couch where they talk about their products talk about the journeys that led them to these products and you know talk about the impact of what they're building on our communities yeah so jumping right into the question okay um what is bitnob and how does it all work okay <laughs> so so let me take you from this uh, angle um have you introduced a friend to crypto before Yes, I have. Okay, so did you ever get one of those questions like maybe it's deep in and they start asking you should I sell? Or they start asking you when should I buy? When when should I, I buy? When should I sell? Yes. You get that question a lot. Good. So what Binop does is it solves that problem for you, right? In the sense that we use what we call um dollar cost averaging, which is like an old investment method that people have been doing for a while. Yeah. and um, bringing it to bitcoin so with dollar cost averaging what it means is you do not have to worry about the volatility right whether bitcoin is dropping whether crypto is dropping going up or down you do not worry have to worry about that what you just have to worry about is how often you want to save or how often you want to invest uh in bitcoin okay now when you think of your savings like uh we all try to do some kind of savings right yeah. And with our savings, we're not really thinking of the prices of things in the market. We're typically thinking of how much should I save from my salary every month yes. or from my wages every week. Yeah. So it's just a concept that we brought into Bitcoin, right? To say that instead of being worried about when to buy, when to sell, the only thing you should be worried about is, okay, how much will I buy whenever I receive my salary or how often do I want to keep on buying now with the data with the data that we have it has shown that for people who do this in Bitcoin they've made really good returns and without doing a lot of work right yeah. just making sure that they buy they they keep on like they commit to it so it's like a commitment that I'll yeah. be buying this amount regardless of the price of Bitcoin and over time when you look at it you see that we've actually gotten more Bitcoin at a cheaper rate than someone who would have just been trying to do what we call time at uh, the market. So in a nutshell, what Binnop does is it automates that for you. You connect your bank account or you fund your wallet and then you, you know, create what we call savings plans. And then you say, okay, maybe Binnop, uh, you know, I want to save $1 every day in Bitcoin, right? So we take yeah. that money every day, then we buy Bitcoins for you and load your wallet. So in a nutshell, that's uh, how Binnop works. Okay, that's yep. that's very very interesting. That's very very interesting. Um, and so my next question basically is, um, this is a very very interesting um um concept to introduction yeah. also to the crypto world, right? So mm-hmm. what I would like to know is how did this company start? Seeing um you have had, uh, maybe tell us a little more yeah. about your background, where you came from, and how yeah. how how did Bitnom come to be? Okay, yeah. So my background, I'm uh, I'm from Jos, uh, that's Plateau State. Uh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah, the Europe of West Africa. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> a bit Jos. 
Okay, nice, awesome, awesome. <laughs> so, um, I, 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 I think I, I had a, a year or so uh, in University of Abuja sometime in 2010, 2011. Oh, nice. uh, dropped out and then uh, went back to school uh, in 2013. That was in Ghana. Okay. Uh, studied computer science and basically just uh, picked up coding and stuff from there. I even have been doing computer stuff before then, right? So all these uh, phones, uh, fixing computers, <laughs> the Microsoft phone and all those things, those, those kind of technician kind of things. Uh, so so I, I kind of just got into the coding world um, uh, when I got to Ghana and uh, basically just things just kind of just picked up for me. Uh, you know, a combination of luck and hard work and, you know, opportunities here and there, doing projects, uh, freelancing and whatnot, right? Yeah. Um, uh, incidentally, that same uh, year was when I kind of got into Bitcoin, right? So back in the day, you know, uh, Bitcoin was like a really niche uh, thing. I mean, yeah. up to today, it's kind of a niche thing. It's still a niche. It's, co- it's, not, it's not got into its potential yet. <laughs> yes. We're really, we're really still them on hands, Sony, because it's, it's, it's not going Exactly, exactly. You're right, you're right. So so just think about it even back then, right? So, you know, um, I don't know, do you know Liberty Reserve? No, I don't. Okay, so Liberty Reserve was this kind of e-currency. So there was e-gold, Liberty Reserve, but you know, perfect money, right? Uh, if I have mm-hmm. perfect money, so there's perfect money. So all of these e-currencies... Um, so Liberty Reserve collapsed uh, sometime in June or July of 2013, right? Yeah. So uh, I lost money in Liberty Reserve. People lost money in Liberty Reserve. So the funny thing is, when we started discovering Bitcoin, it kind of was similar to some of these things. Not like the technicalities and everything, but it's just like an e-currency. So the concept of e-currencies was just kind of easy for us to just grab right yeah but the thing we used to do with those e e currencies we used to buy and sell so making margins on the trades right so yeah. i basically started doing the same thing with bitcoin like on and off on and off like guy you know as a student just sell small get some change buy again sell small get some change yeah, basically picked up um so the year i decided to do something for bitnob was kind of uh, sometime in 2017 right Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometime in 2017, I had like the first idea for it. I uh, built an iteration, uh, went through the bull run with it. Uh, 2018, didn't really run it like that. So, so the thing was, I was doing a lot of OTC trading, right? Okay. Uh, so on the street of Accra. So back in the day where the guys that you see moving with cash in bags because we are going to buy Bitcoin from another person. So we meet in the mall, meet somewhere or go to wherever they are <laughs> with uh, bags of, okay. of cash. Uh, very risky thing when you think about it uh, <laughs> right now. So, <laughs> so um, I mean, I got back to Nigeria in 2018, right? And um, so I was doing a lot of consulting, freelancing for companies basically around the world, uh, building crypto projects, um, trading boards, and all of those things. Um, but you know, Binder was like a side project, right? So uh, it really didn't take off the way I would have loved. Uh, and then we, at a point, Binder was like a non custodial. So it went through several iterations. So at the point, it was an, a buy and sell exchange, like the likes of Payplugs. As yeah. anything come and cool, right? Yeah. Then it got to a point where it was 
uh we kind of built a a non-custodial wallet so like a blockchain wallet we kind of had that as well then <laughs> uh went through several iterations go back to Nigeria I didn't really uh pick up because so most of I think the main reason why it didn't really take off the way we would have wanted was uh none of us were work, was working on it full time right so all of my guys were mainly freelancing for other companies uh yeah. mostly in the fintech and blockchain uh space so uh sometime in 2020 uh so now I'm talking about the current iteration of what everyone now knows as bidnob right so yeah. in 2020 we kind of uh, we just finished a fintech project for a large client and we're like guys okay um we have experience in this space we know how this works right so let's build our own uh product these are the possible so- problems these are the things that no one is really solving um, and then we kind of landed on dollar cost averaging, right? Because we've been teaching people how to trade, we've been teaching people about crypto, and the one question they ke- always came back was, was that volatility thing of yeah. when to buy, when to sell, and yeah. um, kind of say, okay, we can automate this whole process and make it really easy for uh, people to do. And then we kind of just, yeah, built our MVP and rolled out uh, what we have uh, today, what has evolved into what we have today. So that's like the shot, shot, shot of it. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, um, this is really very, very big breakdown of the journey from um, <laughs> a point also of um, your adoption to a point of actually building projects for people on yeah. you know technology to building your own thing. Yeah. Um, I think this has been a long time coming, and this has everything has led up to this moment. I and think so. so. Yeah. Um, true. How many how many co-founders do you have? How's the team now? What would you say? Um, yeah. How would you describe growth so far? That's basically what I'm trying to. Okay. Yeah. So so for the team, um, it's um three co-founders, right? And uh, okay. we've we've kind of known each other for seven years. Incidentally, we all met in 2013. So one of the co-founders, no, uh, one of my co-founders, I met him in Jaws. He was a speaker at an event, and we kind oh, of picked this up from there. And uh, my other co-founder, um, Edward, we met in school. So we basically started coding together and building stuff uh together so the team chemistry is really good um okay. on average uh most of the people in the team we kind of we've known each other for like more than two years as in like that's the uh least like for the founding team right uh, let's say mm-hmm. for the first uh five ten people on the team uh we've kind yeah. of known each other for greater than that more. and we've built a lot of things together so this is not like the first thing we're building together so there's yeah. that team uh chemistry already yeah. and now uh, for growth i think um uh it's been it's been okay even though i'm kind of the guy like i'm seeing things going so well and i'm like no, no, no this is not good enough <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah definitely i feel like because i yeah. feel like i feel like this is the time for um this is the time for crypto products way more crypto yeah. products need to be out yeah. um because i feel like we are beginning to get to that stage where crypto would just not be for speculation anymore True. but for other things right True true I, I agree with you i agree with you like 100 percent. like i like how you're thinking about it because it should go beyond speculation right yes yes because it's an asset it's more than an asset i mean sorry yes it's way more than an asset it's more than an asset is it fucking is it the currency right it's a currency it's way more than an asset so uh, yeah so the way i always tell people is bitcoin is different things to different people so <laughs> yeah so another person it's a, to, to the person who wants to send money 
to the US to someone using Bitcoin, uh, it's a, it's probably a currency at that point in time. To the Nigerian yeah. who can't buy things with their uh, card online because there's a hundred dollar restriction, uh, it's a currency, right? Yeah. Um, to the American who just is a speculative tool, um, and also to the American, it's also an asset, uh, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's really different things to different people. That's the beauty of it. It encompasses a lot of things. You can use it for for a nation state. For a nation state, it's a way to avoid sanctions. Like it is sovereign too. So, if to literally Iran avoid keeps, regulation and all of that. Yes. So if Iran keeps a lot of Bitcoin today, then uh, all those US sanctions will really hurt them because they can still trade with other people uh, yeah. using their Bitcoin. So. So um, it's really a lot of interesting things. Yeah, so we're in a really good time. Uh, I think growth has been good, like doing, you know, more than 100% month on month. Uh, and it's mostly been word of mouth, which is like the beautiful thing about it. So uh, in a way, it means that, okay, you found a set of early users who kind of, um, you know, really love the product. Even though it, took, it takes like some sort of mental shift, right? Because yeah. when people think of, crypto think of bitcoin they think of speculation yeah trading. They think of speculation so, first. yes so you have to be able to get people to think of this as a savings account like which has not really been easy but uh, it's uh picking up so yeah i think uh it's been it's been it's been great uh we've also expanded into ghana where you know getting more people from ghana so yeah it's been it's been it's been good yeah yeah that's amazing um yeah. and so what is what is next steps for Bitnob today? Um, are you looking to scale out massively as a lot of companies in your level do when they get to yeah. stage and growing hundred percent month to month? Are you looking to raise huge funding? What's the plan? What's the next step like? Yeah, um, for so for scaling, yeah, we're looking to expand into more countries, right? Because the kind of um, the model we have right now, which isn't really tying uh you know things directly to bank accounts uh kind of because we use the vouchers right yeah kind of allows us to like um scale anywhere uh as fast as we can so yeah scaling is definitely expanding into other countries into other jurisdictions uh, is definitely coming uh, in the uh next few months and of course uh you know trying to expand the loans product as well because you should be able to serve someone in ghana serve someone in kenya uh, regardless of wherever you are we should be able to give you liquidity for those loans right so, yeah uh yeah and then regarding funding uh it's still a 50 50 thing so <laughs> it's still a 50 50 thing i'm kind of chasing <laughs> profitability as early as possible so um just uh i think it's one of the decisions we'll make sometime by the end of this month to see how things are going uh, if we want to really raise right now or want to uh delay it a bit even though of course you have a lot of interest uh you know take my money take my money but uh it's really not uh the easiest thing is to say take my money right yeah <laughs> so, that's the best thing to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah and um i think i've not really said this out but i think personally on a personal um note i think um our users have been really fantastic like guy yeah they've been fantastic so if we're able to carve out something that allows them to also you know invest in this and i think it should be really uh good as well uh when the time comes yeah 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 that makes sense yeah that makes sense, that sense. i am a bit no user myself and yes man <laughs> welcome <laughs> i 
I I have personally um, been you know excited about the loan product. I think it opens yeah. up a new frontier, which just says, wow, you could literally get loan by holding your Bitcoin, right, or by holding yeah. any crypto. And yeah. you know that is one of those use cases that people just listen their product roadmap and it never comes to happen. But mm-hmm. just seeing it happen is is something that really really excites me. Um, that's, that's if awesome. you if you if you see you see that I'm kind of trying to stack up my my accounting. I'm getting somewhere. If I take a huge loan very soon, get somewhere. If you, if you monitor, you see it's getting somewhere. Um, yeah, basically, because I mean, because yeah. personally, um, I have an annual running cost. I could literally borrow that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you understand i can mm-hmm. literally borrow that i know how to because i use i use so just like you say bitcoin is people use it for a lot of things i use yeah. btc personally for annual running cost personally so you wow. see i pull in okay. and pull out pulling pull out pulling pull out right so yeah but imagine yeah. i don't have to do that <laughs> do that <laughs> yeah. i just hold my bitcoin mm-hmm. and, and literally borrow my running cost Man, which i would like pay back it's, 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 it's so, crazy like it changes a lot of things it's, it changes a lot of things for me at the yeah. level of like uh, the way my 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 own um, wireless are structured it's, it just changes a lot of things for me so that's mm-hmm. one thing that's really 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 exciting for me mm-hmm. i see how a lot of things has to be done in just refining what a loan product would mean for a very volatile asset <laughs> so yeah. um yeah. Um, I don't know if you have thoughts on that. Like, how how are you guys managing? Because I think I have gone through, I've, I've gone through the forms. There's a lot of forms to fill to yeah. get to. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm guessing it must have been refined over time by now. But the very first day it, it was yeah. rolled out, um, yeah. I, I remember going through. There's a lot of forms and a lot of things. Yeah, even though it's still yeah. within the product and <laughs> some questions that are still you still be like, oh, does this mean what, what does I think mean? or does this mean yeah. exactly? Yeah, you know yeah. and. I understand the complexity around trying mm-hmm. to cap something volatile, but yeah. still present it in such a way, like the UX <laughs> yeah. thought process that goes uh, through that. And I think yeah. that's really, really uh, um, exciting and something I, I, I love that you guys have like, dro- like dove into and you guys have, have figured it out. And I think that's amazing. Personally. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's really a beast to actually abstract like we feel like we've abstracted a lot right but we're still not okay with (laughs) with um where we are with it right now so of course it needs more abstraction and uh, most importantly i think it needs more education uh, yeah because uh for a lot of people it's a new thing like how do you mean also what if bitcoin drops what if it's all of those questions now we have to be able to build algorithms that manage that for us you know and make sure that we protect because let me tell you something so the interesting thing about this loans thing is um it's a derivative of savings right because yeah. we're thinking about it if we say we really want um a lot of africans to hold bitcoin in the coming years say in the next 10 years we want to have say at least 50% of Africans they have Bitcoin even if it's just a dollar right how do you get them there knowing that these people have emergencies these people yeah. need money yes because you know it has to go beyond just buying and selling because man look <clears throat> you sell your Bitcoin when you have emergencies sometimes right yeah. I sell yeah, Bitcoins I when I have emergencies like last year uh, in um, early 2020 I kind of moved 
every single year. Yo, last year, so you, you, when yeah. when Bitnot came out, I was so so excited because <laughs> last year I sold I sold zero point one Bitcoin last year. That, that's a lot, man. As Dude, that, man. As that, that's that's so okay. <laughs> like do you understand that? so when you think about it uh, look okay what if i had a product like that back then yo like, like do you know how we today yeah you see so so uh i'm really excited about it so like um anyone who really who is really bullish about bitcoin who kind of believe that um, bitcoin is going to be very valuable in the coming years right then it just makes a lot of sense to be able to uh you know do this and, and the beautiful thing is that is over collateralized right so it's a 50 percent loan to value ratio yeah so what it essentially means is that um bitcoin has kind of dropped 50 percent before yeah. uh you kind of lose right so and um the thing is the volatility is reducing whether we like it or not yes right? whether we like it or not the higher the price goes the, the lower better the, the balance yes yes because right now it's going to be crazy for bitcoin to drop say 50 percent man that's like it's not it's not possible <laughs> anymore it's not possible. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be really crazy uh the chances are maybe one in a hundred so uh i'm really excited about it uh really we can i, I think yeah we we're still working on it making taking feedback from users of course right so like some feedback you've just dropped and all of that we're really working around it to kind of um, improve the ux uh just you know make sure that even someone who is just entirely new to bitcoin right can uh, figure out what they're doing when they're taking a loan uh against uh uh, using their Bitcoin, and I think uh, it's going to change uh, the game for a lot of uh, people around the world, and in yeah. Africa, most especially. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think um, my very last question to you would sure. be, um, what are your two most important predictions of the future? Of the future, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> in anything, anything. You might pick Bitcoin because I know that's what you want to open your mouth to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so america or china one of them will put bitcoin on their balance sheet first oh wow they'll be one of the first nation states to officially do it i suspect that some countries are doing it but then to officially say that they do it. yeah a big market Yes. So not even because of the market, it's because of the political importance of Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Decentralization. Yeah. Yes. So what what America is trying to do is they're trying to you know co-opt Bitcoin because they think China has a headway uh, over there. So it becomes a game of who can control. Who does it first? This is truly gold. Yes. So um, that's the first one. The second one is um hmm. okay, I'm gonna talk about Nigeria, but I'll not talk about Nigeria. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Bold predictions. I think so. Let me okay, I'm thinking of Bitcoin. Uh, I want to do something outside of Bitcoin. It's my bold predictions, right? Yeah. 
Hey guy, if I say this, people beat me. So let me not. No, just say it. Just say it. It's my podcast. Just say it. No, no, no. The thing is, it just, it's coming to Nigeria too. It's coming to Nigeria. So oh. I don't want to talk about Nigeria, please. Um, okay. not right yeah. now. I love Nigerian people. I love Nigeria, but I don't love Nigeria. Sure, you get. That's how I, yeah. I guess that's how that's how we all feel. Yeah. Okay, I think. Um, oh God, what's this guy's name? Can you wish to be a U.S. president? Wow! <laughs> Within the next sixteen years. Wow! Okay. Yes. I think. I think. I think. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you so much for coming on the couch today. Thanks. I think this for has been a very, very fun conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um and. Definitely. So, some VCs from the US um, actually sponsor this um, podcast. So, I would try to link you up with them so you could like make an intro, even if sure. you're not raising money now and everything. Sure. It's just that, that, relationships that, are important, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. True, so, true, definitely, true. definitely doing that. Um, yeah. Most of them are looking for um, um, revenue positive companies. So, you're literally yeah. sitting in that, in that, in that yeah. space. Um, awesome awesome and, and so yeah and for everyone listening um, i know you have had a good time um, so make sure you subscribe make sure you share this episode with your friends yes so you already know that every time um every week we bring you amazing founders like bernard who is building an amazing product so make sure to also check out bitnop if you're in nigeria or if you're in ghana and very soon if you're anywhere in the world and you want to get into the crypto world you want to start saving with bitcoin, bitcoin yeah um, make sure that you check out bitnob the apps is available on all your app stores so get it and get started and till next time see you guys